Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Hanukkah is not a very important religious holiday. I've heard it from many rabbis. On the scale of grandeur, Hanukkah is way beneath Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Passover, and Shavuot. Hanukkah isn't even mentioned in the Jewish scriptures. In fact, ironically, this holiday, which has its roots in a revolution against assimilation and the suppression of Jewish religion, is easily the most assimilated secular holiday on the Jewish calendar. But Hanukkah feels really important to me, and not because it's the eight night parallel to Christmas. Let's start with the story which can never be told enough. In the year 167 before the Common Era, which is to say long ago, in the land of Judea, the Syrian king Antiochus ordered his Jewish subjects to reject their religion and their God and to worship as Greeks. Many did as they were told, but a small band did not. That small band became an army, led by a man called Judah Maccabi. That's Maccabi, not his Irish Catholic cousin, Maccabee. <laughs> and his four brothers, the name Maccabi means hammer. Three years later, against all odds, the Maccabees drove the Syrians from Jerusalem and reclaimed the temple, cleaning it, removing the Greek statuary and symbols, and finally rededicating it. As the story goes, though, there remained only a day's worth of undefiled oil with which to kindle the ner tamid, the eternal light of every Jewish house of worship. The lamp, however, remained burning for eight days, enough time to press a fresh supply of oil, and gave birth to the festival of lights. Note that Hanukkah commemorates this miracle, the miracle of the oil, and not the military victory of the Maccabees. Judaism does not glorify war. One of the many aspects of this story that I love is that the Maccabees take the making of light into their own hands. In the Jewish scriptures, it is God that causes the burning bush to flare up. The angel of the Lord appeared to Moses in a burning bush, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. A little further into the story of the Exodus, Moses and the Israelites arrive at Mount Sinai, and again, it is God that causes the fire. And it came to pass in the morning that there was thunder and lightning and a thick cloud upon the mount, and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud so that all the people in the camp trembled. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God. 
And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace and the whole mount quaked greatly. The menorah, though, the menorah is kindled by human hands. The Maccabees brought light into the darkness of their world, bringing freedom of religion to the Jewish people and setting an example of faith and resistance, kindled by human hands. In this story, it is human beings who bring the light of God into the sanctuary and who go forth from the sanctuary bearing light. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. The message of the Maccabi victory is just this. If we want a miracle, it's up to us. Rabbi Jeremy Gordon, who serves the New London Synagogue in London, England, wrote a beautiful letter I want to share with you. He says in part, recently we were in Berlin for a meeting of the Rabbinical Assembly of Europe. And since it is Hanukkah time, one couldn't help but notice Hanukkah menorahs, Hanukkiot, in front of such places as the Jewish Museum. Only 60 years ago, such a thing would have been impossible. The rule, Rabbi Jeremy Gordon continues, is that the Hanukkah must be lit in a place where it can be seen in order to publicly proclaim the miracle. However, in times of danger, you do not put them in the window or in a public place. The ability to light the Hanukkah lamps where all can see them is a litmus test of freedom. There is, therefore, a measure of pride and comfort in seeing the lights burning once again in Germany, and yet a salve of pain remembering the time when all the lights were out. The darkness is always there, Rabbi Jeremy Gordon concludes. So many people need light to be brought to their lives. That is what we must do. That is really the task of religion and of religious people, to bring the light. Hanukkah comes as the opportunity to remember and reflect on the legacy of the Maccabees, that spirited revolt that proclaimed the victory of light in the darkness. Do you ever experience something new, maybe like a new word or a new idea, and then suddenly it seems as if you see it or hear it wherever you go? It happens to me all the time, and over these past few weeks in this first leg of the holidays between Thanksgiving and Hanukkah, I've been keenly aware of that Maccabi spirit everywhere. Laugh all the way to the dentist's office if you want, or just get thee to the supermarket checkout. This week's People magazine features two of the best Maccabi spirit stories ever. Here, let me spoil them for you. First, can we talk about Chaz Bono? Born to Sonny and Cher and named Chastity, don't get me started. 
The person now known as Chaz suffered a miserably incongruous life in a female body until he got clean of his drug and alcohol addictions and found the courage to transition and claim his manhood. It's hard for me to articulate how this feels, he says, when you've lived your whole life in a body and had everybody relate to you as something you don't feel. When that gets righted, it's just amazing. Now I finally get to live my life the way I've always wanted to. That's mad brave already. But then there's this. Chaz Bono has no intention of kicking back and enjoying his true identity without bringing the rest of us cousins and allies along because he wants every transgender person to feel supported. So he's made a documentary and a book about his journey. He's spoken at the Transgender Law Center in San Francisco and he's working with trans kids and their families. The rule is that the Hanukkah must be lit in a place where it can be seen in order to publicly proclaim the miracle. However, in times of danger, you do not put them in the window or in a public place. The ability to light the Hanukkah lamps where all can see them is a litmus test of freedom. Chaz Bono is a menorah, carrying the torch of the Maccabi spirit, making light in the darkness. I read it in People. <laughs> and here's Maccabi spirit story number two from the same source, Lizzie Craze. I didn't know the name, and I doubt many, if any of you does, but 25 years ago, just before her third birthday, Lizzie Craze made history as the world's youngest heart transplant survivor. Against all odds, she has lived to tell the story. Lizzie says, I feel triumphant. Lizzie's parents, Charlie and Susan Craze, lost three children to congenital heart failure before Lizzie was born. They did have one healthy son, Andy, but when he was 16, his heart also failed. Andy was given six months to live. And then Susan learned that she was pregnant again. Baby Lizzie was born with the same disease. Susan battled suicidal thoughts and traveled to Lourdes and France in search of a miracle. Medical advances were on their side. Andy underwent a successful heart transplant and has lived to tell the story. 15 months later, his baby sister Lizzie received a new heart. She was given five years to live. But she was having nothing of it. And here comes the Maccabi spirit. Lizzie took dance lessons, played baseball, and perfected rolling her eyes when her anxious mother would hover. By 15, her kidneys had been destroyed by anti-rejection medication. Her dad, Charlie, donated one of his. Nothing stopped Lizzie for long. On prom night, 
she wore a strapless dress that revealed the top of the nine-inch scar running down her breastbone. At 28, Lizzie juggles kickboxing, law classes, work as a computer specialist for Facebook, and time with her friends and boyfriend. At some point, she'll need another heart. Lizzie says she'll cross that bridge when she gets to it. Life is too short to worry about my heart, she says. I experience all I can. And here comes my favorite line. And I'm not slowing down. Lizzie Craze has a mighty heart kindled by some mystical partnership between humans and the divine. But now it's up to her to bear that light, to be the menorah. I am not, she says, I am not slowing down. Maccabi, the hammer, presente. My spiritual companions let us take into our own hands this business of making light in the darkness. It is we who bring light into this sanctuary and we who go forth bearing light. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. The message of the Maccabi victory echoes down the ages and arrives here today. If we want a miracle, it's up to us. Hag Urim Sameach. Happy Hanukkah. Amen.